So hi, one of the good noise podcast here with Cryptosis. We're gonna ask them some questions today. I'm gonna start. Uh, so what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Uh, we started out in uh, 2013 under uh, another name. Uh, we, we were first called Distillator, uh-huh. and we uh, changed the name in 2020 to Cryptosis, uh, which for us means. Um, uh, the hypnosis uh, of uh, technology, okay. uh, which, which uh, for us means that the technology plays uh, I, it's, it's getting it's getting much it's it's getting a, a much greater role, you know, in, in humanity and uh, humanity is getting more uh, dependent on it, uh, and we think that in the future it will. It will be even more than that, and it's a very interesting topic topic to write lyrics about. So we kind of uh, put a name around it. Okay, I like that. That's sick. Yeah, yeah it's really sick. Uh, so congrats on your upcoming album, Bionic Swarm. How do you felt the response to it so far? To the people you've shown it to since at the time of recording, it is now yet. Yeah, people are actually pretty uh, positive about uh, anything that uh, we've just uh, just uh, recently released. I think um, we have three singles uh, at this moment, and uh, they're pretty much uh, different from uh, from each other. And you know, um, yeah, like Lauren said, we changed our band name. Uh, also, the musical style changed the changed the bit. So it, for us, it was uh, a bit scary, you know, like uh, how would people react? And uh, I think uh, we are pretty, um, you know, um, surprised that pe- people are so positive, you know, like there's always uh, a few guys, you know, that can really handle this kind of stuff. But uh, so far, it seems uh, really, uh, yeah, turned out really good. I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, we're really happy with that too, you know, and it's, it's uh, so much work to get everything that we've done uh, into this moment, you know, like uh, this this release. And um, yeah, for people saying such positive things about it, it's uh, really, um, you know, co- compliment for us uh, and for all the work that everybody, you know, put in there. Put in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so what led you guys to, like, change the band name? Because you guys keep on talking about it. I'm interested to know why that why that was. Yeah, well, um, you know, our uh, old band Distillator is more or, la- more or less um, typical old school trash metal stuff, um, you know, 80s metal. And, you know, when you see the logo, you just instantly know, okay, this is uh, old school stuff. And, you know, our music changed uh, a lot since uh, we, write, we wrote this album. And, um, you know, like uh, whenever you see a poster with that logo, you don't expect this kind of music. And, you know, for us, it feels... Um, you know, like the name uh, didn't do justice to the music anymore. So, um, you know, we thought like if we change the name, then, you know, we have a clean slate. We can just write uh, for the next albums, whatever we want. And uh, without being too much associated with, with this old school style of music. And, um, you know, this this was the perfect time to do it because, you know, if we waited for another album, then it, it was too late, you know. Uh, and now it was a k- kind of a bold statement, but not too too much, you know. And um, so, yeah, I think it it, it worked out uh, very well. And 
now we we have something you know like a, a name that represents what we're doing lyrically uh it, it represents the the music you know when you see this kind of name it, it could be you know like more of this or more of that and it's not really uh one typical um you know you you it's not associated with uh, one particular style i think okay yeah, I agree yeah. to that, and uh, uh, I think, uh, uh, you know, Frank and I started out in 2013 as distillator, but uh, I think at, at first we just wanted to play pure old-school trash metal, you know, in the style of Slayer and uh, Sodom, these kind of bands, and we didn't really care about, you know, what we uh, wanted as an artist or whatever, you know, we just wanted to play this specific kind of music, and yeah, over, the years, we, over the years we kind of developed our own style and our own preferences and we discovered our bands and other genres and we kind of mixed that into our own um, songwriting and we kind of drifted, uh, drifted away from this old school style, you know, uh, and uh, yeah, it was just time, it, it was time for a change and we, we you know it was it was a leap of, yeah, it was a leap of faith actually, it was, it was something that, you know, could uh go this way or that way but it, it's turned out to be really good so far so really happy that people you know accepted this change you know because for some people it was a really big change uh, also for us uh, personally because uh we played the last distillated show in january of 2020 i think this, this was also our last live show so we, we haven't played live for over a year now Jesus. Uh, wow. But at, at, at this time, we didn't know that this was our last this lady show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now we are uh, reborn as, as cryptosis and we are going to release a debut album on Century Media Records, which is fucking awesome. And mm -hmm. yeah, let's continue from here. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad that they, uh, they guys, they accepted it all with open arms, the fans, mm -hmm. both the, the, uh, the name change and the sound change. I also want to ask uh, the signing to Century Media Records. Had that come about? Yeah, well, we finished uh, the recordings and uh, the mixing process. I think at the end of February 2020. Then uh, we just uh, gave it to our manager, and and you know he's pretty well known in the business, and uh, you know he knows a lot of people here in Europe uh, from labels and uh, from the scene. So you know we said like, okay, we think thinking about changing our band name this is the final uh, mix for the album and you know just uh, show it to to people in your network and you know let's see uh, who's interested in working with us uh, for the future and i think pretty soon after we you know sent sent him uh, uh, the link for soundcloud he he just uh, replied to us like yeah i uh, i got uh, century media interested and uh, they want to talk about a contract and for us, you know, like Century Media was uh, like a huge step from where we were at the time uh, with, our, with the previous band. So for us, it was uh, like, uh, wow, you know, like this is uh, really epic uh, stuff that is going to happen now. And I think um, <clears throat> when I, at the time that I think we started talking about the contract, I think pretty soon we, we already got a first uh, draft from them. and. It was just, you know, like we were just talking only about details, small details, you know, things that, uh, that yeah, that, that, that were not really like big deal breakers or, or whatever. So we, we got uh, such a good contract, you know, and it was also um, 
you know, the, the whole process was, um, yeah, monitored by our manager and, you know, he, you know, did a lot of stuff on our behalf uh, and, yeah, it, it went uh, really smooth, uh, actually. So, for us, it, you know, it was really nice to go into this professional music life with the help, you know, of somebody who is really uh, known with this kind of business and with this kind of contracts. Uh, so, you know, like you hear a lot of stories of bands, you know, that, um, you know, sign con record contracts and, you know, and they get screwed over and, um, but, you know, feels really confident that we have a, have a guy with us that knows really uh, what he's talking about and, uh, you know, what's going on in this kind of uh, world, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was great. And we really give we like 110% for this uh, for this record. I think we always do, but you know, you, you grow as artist and you you you, uh, you, you experience what's what uh, you know you you learn how to to write songs better over the years. And and for this album, we we really give 110% to write the best that we could. You know, like every everybody. Uh, was was pushed to the maximum of their ability and even further, I think. Um, I think a lot of, of musical parts um, had to be like relearned after recording them because it, uh, you know it was uh, really at the at the maximum of our capabilities as a musician. So yeah, we really give one hundred ten percent, and uh, we invested uh, a whole lot more than than at, at other albums uh, in the past. The mixing and mastering process. We uh, we did a separate master. Um, we we rented a cabin in the woods with a rehearsal a rehearsal studio inside, and we we locked ourselves uh, up in there for ten days. Uh, just the three of us to rehearse the album uh, for ten days long, um, and just focus on the music, uh, put the, the dots on the eyes, you know, um, and yeah, just. We got the maximum out of it because, uh, before um, uh, entering the studio. So, yeah, we just thought to ourselves, okay, we have put so much work into the songwriting uh, and, and to, uh, you know, the rehearsing of this before we go into the studio. We have to get the maximum out of this and then we'll see what happens. And, you know, it's it's really our, um, uh, yeah, you know, our relief and, and also a a present uh, for us that that uh, such media is interested in signing the band. You know, it's it's, it's really uh, yeah, it's really great. You know, it's a great gift or a great opportunity for for the band. You know, to keep on going uh, with uh, uh, future music. For sure, I'm glad you guys didn't get fucked over too. That's yeah. good to hear. <laughs> oh, we, got, we got a really nice contract. Yeah, that's always uh, good. We're really happy with that. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they're treating you well. That's yes. Um, so you mentioned that you guys actually went to a cabin to write this album. That's crazy. And I always love hearing that artists and bands are doing that. Can you tell me how that affected your writing process? And will you guys do it again? Uh, well, we didn't write the entire album uh, there in 10 days. We have been okay. working on it for two years. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's, yeah. No, but, you know, like, uh, we studied uh, it together, you know, to, to get it more uh, as an organic um, sound, you know. And we had a, a few parts that weren't uh, necessarily finished uh, and or maybe were finished, but we thought could be better. Then, you know, we were there, jammed uh, a little bit with it and tried to make it better. 
but I think uh, ninety-five of the percent of the material was already uh, written before uh, before that. So uh, it was just to you know like to get. Um, for example, if you're going to run a marathon, you know, it just uh, the last couple of uh, months you're just going to uh, you know get ready for it, and that's what we did in that in that ten days, I think. Uh, because the yeah, recording process is uh, pretty uh, intense, you know, like uh, for, especially for drums, and um, it, it was uh, yeah, I think it was it was good, and um, we definitely at least you know from my uh, point of view, we definitely uh, need to do that again for the next album uh, if we are ready, you know, to record it. It was a really good experience, and uh, you know, it it really helped helped us. Um, with team, team, you know, team effort, uh, but also in, uh, in, you know, um, team building because uh, we we have been on tour for many years, um, and we already knew each other pretty well. But you know, those ten days it just adds up, you know, to that, and um, I think it it will only uh, makes you uh, stronger as a band. Um, I could recommend it to every every band. Okay. Definitely. So you basically went just to kind of like polish off that album, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a lot, also a little bit of songwriting there, but you know, okay. we make we make uh, reproductions uh, and demos uh, in our own studio. So me and Frank, we have our own studio, and Marco, our drummer as well. So we can make like small demos and send them to each other. Like, hey, I have this and this idea. You know, uh, we can use a drum computer, or uh, you know, we have to get. Uh, um, ability to how do you say this the, the possibility to, to record uh, guitar bass uh, vocals you know programs and drums you know you can just make a you know like a, a musical piece you know present like a, a full idea to, to the rest of the band and they can you know give their opinion or they can you know approve it or you know give their input and you know we work we work in that in that way and, and we make um you know we, we unfold these ideas in the studio and, you know, um, uh, cut, cut, cut some things off and uh, paste some things uh, there. And, you know, at the end, you know, it's a big puzzle, but then the song is ready. And then we, we went to the, to, to the cabin in the woods uh, to, to, yeah, to polish it. Okay. So would you guys ever think about doing it like from scratch, like just isolating yourself for months to write an entire record? In a cabin in the woods, or is that out of the equation? Yeah. If that uh, pays my bills, then yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's Whatever's fair. Paying the bills, okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, we have to get some money too, you know, to uh, to live. But uh, yeah, if um, if that uh, was not uh, you know like uh, necessary, then yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay, right. that's fair. I think fair. I went into the studio for two years for the Black Album. Yeah. You know, it's like two years every day. It's like uh, I'm going to work. You know, see you uh, at five. Yeah. <laughs> and you are in the studio all day. You know, that's that's kind of your your work for for two years long. It's that yeah. uh, some, something like that would be amazing, but uh, I I don't think it's uh, very realistic. Okay. That's fair. That's all okay. Right. Uh, so can you tell me where your headspace is at while you're writing this album? Yeah, well, maybe it's good to tell more about um, the way we write because um, usually we take uh, about a year uh, to collect ideas, you know, like uh, riffs, melodies, chord progressions, uh, maybe ideas, you know, for uh, 
I don't know, a lyric or a topic or an album title or whatever. And we just record it uh, as a memo in our phones. And um, yeah, just like Lawrence explained, we just um, put it, you know, the best ideas, we put it uh, in the computer and we work it out so that the others have an idea like this is how it's going to sound like on the album. Uh, but then we maybe record like 100 or 200 of this kind of ideas. Uh, and, you know, after that, we're just going to, you know, try to make a puzzle and try to, to put it uh, together, you know, as songs. So um, it's really, uh, it's really, um, the album is really, you know, uh, written over the course of maybe two, three years, you know. Uh, so it's not really... Um, yeah, it's it's not really uh, you know like a, a a fraction or a moment in time. It's just like a long process, and you know in the beginning you're thinking about okay, let's make an album that sounds something like you know maybe fast or progressive or whatever. But along along the way you you get different insights. You know you you get different ideas. You know, maybe you watch a movie, you know, with a really cool soundtrack. You get an idea from that. So it's it's diff difficult to to say you know like uh, what the headspace is for writing a, such a uh, album you know in terms like it's so, such a big project. Mm -hmm. That makes yeah. sense. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know uh, if you had anything to say. I, I agree, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it's it's really you know there have been lots of times where we record ideas you know when we were like completely wasted. Uh, for example, um, you know, or, uh, or the ones that, that we that we are um, not wasted at all. But um, yeah. you know, it's it's sometimes like Frank said, you watch a cool movie, or you uh, you walk in the woods, or uh, you you know, you go you you bike to your work, and you think of something, and you know, it's okay. I have a cool idea in my head, and you stop and you grab the phone and record it. You know, by you know, like mimicking it with your voice, mm -hmm. uh, you know, or, or at least you try. Sometimes you can't make anything up out of it, but then at least you try. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that happens a lot as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the way we we work. And uh, out of all these ideas, you know, uh, like Frank said, uh, I think it's a, it was uh, twenty months or something. We collected ideas for this, and then we had the studio. But in in these twenty months, we we I think halfway we started, you know, putting these demos together and you know, like really making songs like oh, yeah. this. This is a really cool riff for chorus, or this is a really cool uh, melody for uh, a, a verse. You know? Yeah. Okay. okay. And we continue from there, basically. Okay. That's fair. You guys actually mentioned like when you were making this album, it's just like inspiration can come from anywhere. Like she said, like a soundtrack for a cool movie just from your head. So what band or artist influences do you think you can hear in this album, if any? Did you see any bands and you're like, oh, I want to make something that sounds like that? Or did you just kind of come up with it? Well, today I was talking to, uh, to an interviewer from Portugal and I said like, Maybe you know if if it's uh, if I had to sum it up, maybe it's just like uh, if you put, for example, Demi Bardier, um, Coroner, and Rush in a in a blender, and then you know something might come out which sounds 
a bit like us, but on the other hand, you know, people might think, you know, it's not true. I, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just uh, symphonic, progressive, and extreme. I, I think that's uh, great. Yeah, but I think also, you know, um, we listen to a lot of different genres. So we don't listen only to trash. We listen to death metal. We listen to progressive metal. We listen to, um, uh, you know, like all kinds of metal. But we also yeah. listen to like uh, progressive rock. We also listen to electronical music. Uh, we listen to folk music like Vardruna, uh, for example. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I listen to it a lot. But that's, that's not metal at all. You know, it's like, well, maybe it's, it's known in the metal community, but it's, you know, it's, it's folk music. Yeah, no. it's definitely not metal. <laughs> definitely, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's extra of, of Gaga, but so, so it's some, somehow linked to, to that. But, um, no, and I think um, from all these kind of genres, you you uh, you store some it, uh, some of it in your in your mind. You know, like in your subconscious, there's something going on there, and. Um, it, so some some way you know one way or another it will get out into a song or into a riff and so it's really hard to say like this is my influence or that is my influence but you know I think in our debut album there is a lot of thrash metal influences um, also because you know we were a thrash metal band so it kind of evolved from there so it's logical that it's in there but you know there's so much more than that and um, I think. Also with the new name, we can, you know, for the future, we can uh, experiment so much more, you know, with other kind of uh, melodies or, or effects. Or, you know, the I, I think the sky is the limit, and uh, yeah, we'll see what what happens. Definitely. Oh, yeah. right. Wait, I just want to touch on this for a second. Sorry, Shane. So you said you listen to folk. Do you think folk like influenced this album at all? Like, is there any part of it that kind of went into it that people might not have picked up on? Well, yeah, maybe it's not, um, you know, like the typical reference in sound, but, you know, um, every musical genre has its rules, you know, like uh, mm -hmm. uh, theoretical rules. And some of them, you know, might come from folk music. Um, and, you know, some might come from uh, opera music, you know. Um, but, yeah, maybe it's not really, uh, you know, like you can hear it 100%, you know, clearly like, ah, okay, this part is a folk part. But, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it might be a, a repetitive melody, you know, in a, in a certain time a signature or whatever, you know. Uh, so it's really about uh, really small details. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I think like Vardruna is is a, a group that I mentioned, uh, right? And I think the, the ambient, you know, the the, the dark vibe that, that this has, you know, it's it's something yeah. that I like. But you can hear these kind of dark vibes on the album, but it's not necessarily from inspired from from Padrua, but because it can also be from or from uh stuff like stuff like that you know it's also like dark and, and symphonic uh so yeah it's hard it's hard to say uh which set the biggest part or whatever you know you listen to a lot of different styles and it depends on your mood i think okay 
Okay, yeah, that's fair. If you're working, you listen to maybe relaxing music. If you um, if you want to to work out uh, in the in the gym, you listen to death metal. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's uh, so this question should be like super super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Both of you have to do it. You want me to describe the album in three words? Yes. Mm-hmm. Aggressive. Uh, that's one. <laughs> over the top. We'll hyphen that. Yeah, well, I mean, that. maybe that's uh, that's already you know three words. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, let me think about that. <clears throat> I think it's it's melodic. Yeah. Ex- extreme. And brutal. Okay. Ooh, brutal. Yeah. All right. Solid. Melodic Not extreme. Yeah. Uh, maybe I need more words to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's great. It's great. Uh, so, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners? Um, yeah, I think it's nat- natural, you know, like with this uh, the heavy topics uh, that we write about, uh, not to have too happy music. Um, I think uh, we succeeded in that uh, very well. Um, and yeah, it, it, but it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, like um, because the music is so dark and uh, and, the, and the lyrics might be too, you know, it it, it might it, it can be for the listener as well, uh, uh, opening up to a new um, field of interest, you know, like we try to create a mindset and from there on the listener can, you know, make up his own mind or make up his own story about it and, you know, really think about what what does technology mean for me and for my future or you know how do i picture the world uh, in 50 years or 100 years you know and um, th- that's mainly what we want to uh, you know that's what we want to communicate yeah but and, and, uh, apart from that also the dark side of technology you know and also this vibe that, that comes with that you know we I think on the album we have, uh, we set um, a very uh, uh, dark vibe mm-hmm. because we like that, you know, to, to listen to it. Yeah. But it also uh, um, suits the, the concept as well because you know the, this album is a, it's a concept album which you can talk more about later if you want. But you know, it's uh, it's it's about the future, and it's it's um, it consists of eight eight dystopian stories. Um, you know, and I think dystopian uh, already says enough. You know, because that, that's that's already dark, and, and you know, like without uh, perspective or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, people can um, maybe there is perspective. You know, you, you can see it from. A lot of different uh, angles. Okay. And uh, okay. I think we want, we want for the listener to uh, to basically find out for themselves what they think of of these uh, things. Okay. Okay. Well, Are you going to ask the same question? I think, I think. so. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, 
since you brought it up and I've been curious, uh, could you talk to us a little bit behind the concept behind the record? So, sorry, but that was the question. <laughs> um, the story behind the story for the record. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, it, it, it's basically uh, pretty simple. It's eight stories from seen through the eyes of eight different people. Uh, every song is a person and the whole uh, album, you know, plays in 2149. So uh, it just describes how those people, you know, uh, human or non-human see the world, uh, what's going on, uh, you know, what kind of events are going on. Uh, one song is about, for example, uh, um, you know, like uh, we think that hospitals are not run with people and doctors anymore, but just with machines. Uh, and then there is a counter movement that's not really, you know, um, they don't really agree with this kind of way. So they, you know, hack in, into the system of this hospital and, uh, you know, a surgery uh, becomes a bloody mess. Um, that's just uh, one song, you know. Um, for example, prospect of immortality is about a, a girl that uh, that yeah that it's she's put in a mental uh, hospital you know uh, with diagnosed um, with a mental illness but she doesn't really agree to that so the song is written more or less as a, as a suicide note mm. and you know from her perspective she just describes what's going on you know and she's being monitored like we we are you know with uh, social media with our browser history and so on and you know she's constantly trying to commit suicide and, and get out of get out of this life but you know the system prevents her from doing that all the time um so she's in a constant loop of life and you know at the end of the song she's just you know like did she finally you know figure out how how she can do it or is she just tired you know fighting and, and gave up and so basically they are two totally different stories but they are just playing in the same time frame um, and it just leaves uh, a bit to the imagination i think uh, of what can be you know possible and you know what um, you know what kind of future we we we're heading for. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and I think uh, we also got inspired to 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 do this um, uh, because of the the series Black Mirror on on Netflix. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it also inspired us to to write these kind of uh, of, of themes for our uh, album and. Um, but we gave our own twist to that, you know, we put in a lot of fantasy, you know, stuff that might happen in the future, uh, because, you know, it's it's like um, uh, 120 years from now, you know, anything can, can really happen, you know. If you go 120 years back in time, you know, people just uh, discover their electricity, uh, uh, you know, so to speak. <clears throat> so, you know, a lot, a lot can happen and, and it's an exponential growth you know, technology, if, if you go 10 years uh, in the future now, to 2030, um, you have uh, a much um, greater growth in technology than if you would have done this um, between 1950 and 1960, for example. You know, it goes faster and faster, so. Wow. 
Okay. Uh, I think the, 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 the unimaginable is, 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 is possible in the, in the future. And um, um, yeah, the, it gives us a lot of, um, how do you say this? It gives us a lot of, um, of freedom in writing lyrics and concepts for future albums. You know, we yeah. can just uh, let our mind loose and, and come up with the craziest, uh, coolest stuff. Um, but yeah, sometimes we like to give a realistic twist to it as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Also, if you if you you know watch how many years old you know is the world uh, today, you know many 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 years. But technology is still something that's maybe uh, it's not even 100 years old. So you know it's just really a, a small child compared to you know the the grown up um, world. You know, so um, it just uh, it's just only uh, you know we're only at the start of technology uh, yeah. at this moment uh, in time so it will be very uh, exciting you know about uh, what's happening uh, for the next uh, 50 or 100 years, years i think yeah mm -hmm. wow sure. i was gonna ask but you kind of already answered the question you guys yeah. are planning on doing another concept album do you have any ideas right now we're only uh, doing concept albums. We've never uh, made an album that was just like 10 songs uh, put together on an album. You know, oh, just like 10 random songs. Okay. Yeah, we, we, you know, we, we think that when you write a concept album, you know, you can give it a little bit more depth and, uh, definitely. and meaning. Yeah. So definitely there will be another album there. Okay, good, good. Yeah, uh, even as Distillated, you know, we, we made uh, two full-length albums and a split album. These albums, you know, I think we, we made a demo, I think in 2013, it was the first release that we that we did in, in, uh, in 2013 as, as Distillator. And this was, you know, just uh, about, you know, the, the typical topics like war and, and drinking alcohol, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, this was, <laughs> this was the first thing yes. we did. But it was, you know, it, was, it, 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 it started out as, as something, you know, it was like, a, I think we didn't take it too seriously at, at the start. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, but then it kind of got got out of hand uh, at some point. Um, but you know, the first uh, record and second record, you know, they were concept albums about past and, um, and the present. Mm -hmm. And the, the last one was about the future. You know, okay. kind of past, present, future. So it was like a, a yeah, a three piece or, or long together. You know, it was like a continuing story. Yeah, we got into into the future and we. Well, then we change the name and, and keep keep writing about that. <laughs> it was all, it was always uh, about uh, concepts. Okay, that's sick. That's really cool. Um, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years? Hopefully on tour. That'd be good. I would love to see you guys on tour. So that'd be good. That'd be really yeah. good. A stage no, would be yeah. nice. <laughs> you know, just just one stage would be nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, no. Hopefully, we we'll, we'll can uh, you know we will be back on tour or uh, at least you know uh, doing uh, stuff you know with uh, people and uh, you know have a meaningful connection with the fans again uh, instead of only online. Um, yeah, I think we're going to write a new album as well after we have released this one uh, since we you know got nothing else to do anyway. Um, yeah, hard to tell, but uh, yeah, hopefully we just you know can with this album we can get a name uh, and you know uh, start you know get get a, getting a following. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, what we uh, also like to mention is we uh, so we're releasing the record twenty uh, sixth of March uh, mm -hmm. worldwide, and uh, we're planning a live stream uh, album release show oh. on the album uh, on on uh, April seventeenth. Uh, yeah, so on, on Facebook and on, on, on YouTube you can watch it. But uh, we will post something on the, on social media about this because we haven't announced it yet. But we will announce it, uh, I think, in a couple of weeks. I'm not sure. Okay. But it will be announced and we'll give some more details about it. But, you know, this was for us the only way to make some kind of an album release instead of doing nothing because we, we really wanted to put it uh, out of a, uh, you know, to, to perform it on stage with a, with a full mm -hmm. venue. But this is not possible. So we kind of, found a venue that wanted to support us and, you know, wanted to stream this live. And we, we have uh, made a very special show with uh, very cool show elements in it uh, to create a live, uh, cool life experience. So, um, and, pe and people from all over the world can, uh, can watch this. So that's something to look forward to. And we also got, you know, we got a tour coming up with Vector um, from May 13th till June 6th, I think. Hopefully this will uh, happen. Mm -hmm. If not, it will be postponed, but it will definitely happen. Mm -hmm. and, uh, for, furthermore, we've got some summer festivals, which, you know, yeah, it's in turn, but we hope that they will, that they will uh, take place. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that's all very exciting. Yeah. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Boom again. Fuck. Difficult question. <laughs> uh huh. I think I will have sushi. A lot Ooh. of sushi. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Yeah. With a lot of salmon in it. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of wasabi too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I like that. What about ginger? Do you like ginger as well? No, no I'm not a very much a ginger fan. <gasps> um, I... not, to, not to be racist. <laughs> not, to, not to be racist. Okay. Not to, like, to put it on sushi. I don't like to put it on sushi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... It's to be to every listen, listening to the, to the podcast. Oh, my God. Uh, but, uh, you know, there will be sushi with, uh, I think, a, a half a liter of uh, uh, white sea beer. Like Ooh, a okay. German, German editor, for example, or a uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I, I think just uh, give me a glass of whiskey and uh, I'll be good. Okay. No food. No. Nice. <laughs> Jewish, you know, uh, food. Yeah, I like, I like uh, a lot of food, you know. Uh, mm. I don't know. Maybe a simple pizza would be enough, you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just that's it's classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Whoa. Um, I think for me, it will be like Star Wars. Ooh. You know, That's I would a good live one. On, uh, on a planet, some, some kind of planet or some kind of spaceship, you know? Mm-hmm. Would you be uh, a or in a bar with some with all these kind of uh, you know strange uh, aliens you know speaking mm -hmm. all these strange languages and just sitting cool. there and, and, and enjoying that? 
I would love to it too, you know, like maybe you live in uh, some kind of episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, as you should. That's a great show. Good choice. Good choice. Yes. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, that would be cool. All right. Our mm-hmm. lottery ring for Andy. Oh, yeah. Cool. Solid. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person you've spoken to have says the most important question. What's your favorite color? Black. Red. Black and red. Okay. Solid colors. Good choices. Colors. Good choices. Yeah. I think black is, is not a color, but uh, it's still my favorite. <laughs> That's fair. We, we're we starting the- to accept, like, the color black here so it's okay yeah it's because it's my favorite color even if it's not a color yeah Um, so uh, gloria stopped having that debate with everybody that's a shade Um, yeah so as i said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you would like to plug yeah um like i mentioned before um we are going to release a debut album it's called bionic swarm will be out march 26th on century media records will be available in, uh, in the USA. It will be available in, in Europe. Uh, I, I think it will be available worldwide even. We're going to um, perform our own release show April 17th, also on YouTube and Facebook. And we would like to come to the USA in the future, do a, a US tour, hopefully with some cool band out there and yeah, hopefully meet some American fans there, and um, we hope to see you guys there too. And if Definitely. We, if, if you come to the show, are you are you planning to? Then just give us a message, and we'll put you on the on the guest list, so we can have some some beers and have a party. Hell yeah! All right, solid. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, thank you for sitting out with us, guys. It's been Cryptosis and for the Good Noise podcast.